Welcome to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Stay tuned for this week's message. Good morning, church. Well, here we are again, and I'm sure you didn't expect to be watching online. We've been gathering together, and it's been fantastic. Uh, But this morning, I didn't want to miss the opportunity to speak faith, hope, and love into each of our lives. God is so good. He doesn't change, and so that makes this situation all good. So I want you to engage by faith this morning with the Word of God, because I know it is going to help you. And last week, Melissa preached a brilliant message called Armed and Ready, and she finished with the scripture, Psalm 91, and I I want to reference that this morning as we come around this word. But in Psalm 91, starting in verse 1, it says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I want to ask you today, what are you allowing yourself to be shadowed by? Temporal or eternal? Circumstantial or truth? But we'll come back to that. It says, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Surely he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler, from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with his feathers and under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and your buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, neither the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall by your side, 10,000 at your right hand, but it will not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked. But you have made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the most high, your dwelling place. No evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling, for he shall give his Angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. When you're shadowed by God in life, when you put yourself in a position of waiting on God, of drawing near, of waiting in his presence, it says he will keep you in all your ways. So once again, what are you allowing yourself to be shadowed by in life? Because life wants to shadow you. Fear wants to shadow you. Intimidation wants to shadow you. People's opinions want to shadow you, but I want to encourage you today. God wants you to draw near to him so he can shadow your life, so he can favor and bless you, so he can protect you and cause you to move forward in life. And the thing is this, we're going to be shadowed by faith or fear. It's a choice that we have. We're going to choose passion or passivity. I want to encourage you. Now is the time to rise in Christ to be all that we've called to be, to to rise in him. The Bible says as we wait upon the Lord, he renews our strength. If right now you're feeling weary or you're feeling uh, uncertain or, or, or nervous or any other thing, can I encourage you, wait on him so he can strengthen you. Are we going to live with anticipation or anxiety? Uh, Are we going to live dreaming for the future or doubting about what the future looks like? And I want to suggest today, in line with what Melissa preached last week, armed and ready, that we need to allow ourselves to be shadowed, ready for battle, not for retreat, not for comfort. In Hebrews it says, we're not of those that shrink back under the structure, we're of those that press forward unto salvation. Salvation has been graced upon us by God and then he calls us into the battle of making disciples and, and bringing others into relationship with him. We were at a pastor's day this week and it was stated by one of the one of the speakers that the church has been conditioned for blessing 
rather than for persecution. And we're, we, we all love the blessing and we all love the favour, but when we find ourselves in times like we do now, sometimes we don't know what to do with the situation we find ourselves in, but we need to be ready to fight. We need to be, put on that full armour of God and say, you know what, I'm ready. I'm going to take up the sword of the Spirit. I'm going to, I'm going to wear the armour of God that has been given to me so that I can progress in life. No matter what the devil does, no matter what schemes or plans he throws at me, I'm going to take him down by my word of declaration. I'm going to speak the truth of the word of God and I'm going to bring it to nothing. You know, it says in John 10.10 10, that the devil comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come that you may have life and life more abundantly. Church, it's time to rise into the abundant life that God has for each and every one of us. And I want to encourage you today to step in by faith, to stand up, to step out, to move towards what God's calling you to. I simply want to bring us a a, a quick word. Uh, It's around the story of David and Goliath. And this is found in 1 Samuel 17. And I'm going to read a little bit and I'm going to paraphrase a bit. But I want to ask three questions this morning of each of us watching this message today. Now, the Philistines gathered together their armies together to battle and were gathered at Soko, which belongs to Judah. They camped between Soko and Azekamim in Ephes Demim. And Saul and the men of Israel were gathered together and they encamped in the valley of Elah and drew up in battle array against the Philistines. The Philistines stood on a mountain on one side. Israel stood on a mountain on the other side with a valley between. And a champion went out from them for the camp of the Philistines named Goliath from Gath, who was six cubits and a span. Goliath, it said, was 10 feet tall. He was 10 feet tall and he had an armor bearer that went before him. So so in this picture, we've got the armies of Israel on one mountaintop. We've got um, Goliath and the Philistines on another mountaintop with a valley in between. It says that they came and they encamped. They intended to fight, but they weren't fighting. And and this giant and and all of the Philistines would taunt the Israelites. And they'd say, who are you? Why, Why have you come up against us? Why don't you send me a man that we may fight? And whoever wins, the other will be their slave for life. They were taunting them. They were saying, who are you? You can't beat us, but we're going to beat you. And I don't know how you feel in this situation at this time, but sometimes it feels like life is threatening you. It's taunting you. Why are you coming up against me? I'm going to beat you. No matter what you do, no matter what you plan, no matter what you think, I'm going to beat you down. But I want to remind us today that because of Jesus Christ, we live in victory. Because of the completed work of the cross, we live above circumstance, not subject to circumstance. And while this was all going on, David, worshipper David, shepherd boy David, was simply looking after his father's sheep. And his father came to David, the youngest of eight brothers, and says, I want you to take supplies to your brothers. Let's let's see how the battle is going. I want you to go and bring some refreshment to them. So David, in obedience, leaves the sheep and goes to his brothers, to, to, to turns up to the battle. It's a journey to get there, but he does it willingly and obediently. And when he turns up, he sees what's going on. He's like, why aren't you guys doing anything Who is this guy that's breathing threats and speaking against our God? What's happening? And he hears the promise that that if whoever kills Goliath, the the king will give them notoriety and honor. He'll give them um, a respite from taxes and he'll give them his daughter in marriage. So David's like, dude, what are you guys doing? God's bigger than this giant. I'm not going to be shadowed by a giant. Look at my God. My God's shadowing this thing. I'm coming against this giant today. 
And, it, and it's an amazing story because everywhere we look, he was told why he couldn't. His brother said he couldn't because you're just a little shepherd boy. You're just a worshiper. You haven't even been trained. Saul was telling him, listen, this guy has been a warrior since his youth, and you are just a youth. You're ruddy and good looking, but you don't have anything to come against this giant. The world right now wants you to think you've got nothing to come against the giants you face. But I'm telling you here today, the greater is he that is on the inside of you than anything that comes against you in life. The spirit of God on the inside of you causes you to rule and reign in life, not to live subject to your circumstances. And as we get down through the story, we pick it up here. It says, then David said to the Philistine, listen to me, you come to me with a sword, with a spear and with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts the God of the armies of Israel whom you have defied. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hand and I will strike you and take your head from you. And this day I will give your, the carcasses of the camp of the Philistines to the birds of the air and the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Then all the assembly shall know that the Lord does not save with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's and he will give you into our hands. So it was when the Philistine arose and came and drew near to David that David hurried and ran towards the army to meet the Philistine. Then David put his hand in the bag, took out a stone, and he slung it and struck the Philistine in his forehead so that the stone sank into his forehead. He fell face down to the earth. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone and struck the Philistine and killed him. There was no sword in the hand of David, so David ran, stood over the Philistine, took his sword, drew it out of his sheath and killed him and cut off his head with it. And when the Philistines saw that their champion was dead, they fled. This is one of my favorite stories in all of the Bible. It's, it's improbable. It's impractical. It's, it's almost seems impossible. But today I want to remind us nothing is impossible without God. We can get through everything. We can get over everything. We can dream towards the future, believing for the promises of God to come to pass in our lives. So I simply wanted to ask three things this morning. First thing being this, what are you looking at? Because right now we can look through temporal eyes. Right now we can look at the situation around us. We're in lockdown, but, but, but lockdown isn't lockout. There is always access to the presence of God. So physically right now for a few days where we've got stay at home orders, but God is calling you near. He's saying, draw near to me. Dwell in my presence. Let me shadow your life and you will come alive. You'll see things you've never seen before. You'll, you'll experience things that you've never experienced before. Saul was looking at the giant. The Israelites were looking at the giant. But David was looking at his God. He said, you come at me with sword and spear and javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Can I encourage you, lift your eyes to the hills, to where your help comes from. God is with you. He never leaves you. He never forsakes you. You're not going to find yourself in a battle that is beyond you because your God is beyond it. Amen. Second thing is this. What are you listening to? David was told by his brother that he couldn't do it. David was told by the king that he couldn't do it. But David decided, you know what? I've heard the voice of God. I'm a worshiper. I've positioned myself. I know what the voice of God is like. I know he's calling me to step out and to step up. I know that he is calling me to take down this giant today. And I want to ask you, have you tuned your ears to the voice of God? Have you tuned your ears to listening 
to what God is saying to you at this time because the enemy is going to come in and start whispering to you, there is no future, there is no hope, you can't do it, you won't make it, this is going to take us all out, we're going to, we're going to lose this or we, we won't have that, we won't have our freedom in life. I'm telling you right now, God is setting up to move in the earth by his spirit in a new way and a new measure. We are going to enter into days of freedom that we've never even experienced before because when we're with God, when we walk with God, there is nothing that can hold us bound, limited or chained us to, to, to now circumstances or the past. We're free in him. And I love this. In Peter, 1 Peter 5, eight says, be sober, be vigilant. Your adversary, the devil walks around like, like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him steadfast in the faith, knowing that same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. But may the God of all grace, who called us to eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you've suffered a little while, Perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you to him be the glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. I want to encourage you, don't listen to the giant. Don't listen to your brothers or voices of familiarity that say you haven't done it before, you won't do it now. I'm telling you right now, step up by faith and do something that you've never done before. Step out and experience uh, the God zone for your life. Third thing I'd say is this. So what are you looking at? What are you listening to? But what do you say? What are you saying about the situation right now? I want to encourage you to speak life into your today and life into your tomorrow. You know, Saul said, David, you can't do this. You're too young. You're inexperienced. You don't have armor. Here, put my armor on. He said, the armor doesn't fit. It weighs me down. He flicked it off. On every side, David was told why he couldn't, but internally he knew he could. And David said this, after 40 days of the giant taunting and presenting himself and making a mockery of God's army, David stood up and said, King, let no man's heart fail because of this uncircumcised Philistine. I will fight him. I know what I've got. I know who's with me. I know what I can do, and I'm going to speak. David won the victory before he went out on the battlefield. He won the victory in his mind and then he won the victory through what he vocalized. David said, don't worry, I'm going to take down this giant. I've taken down lion, I've taken down bear. They've all been preparation for today. Today I take down this giant. And there's some of you I feel like suffering from anxiety, suffering from pressure, suffering from addiction, suffering from loss. Today you can take down giants by the things that you declare. Because what we declare today, we enter and enjoy tomorrow. And church, I truly believe it's time to praise our way free. Every day, can I encourage you to praise your way free? Praise your way through your circumstance. Pray your way through your storm. Praise your way through the challenge that you face. In Acts 16, verse 25, it says this, but at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God and the prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's chains were loosed. I prophesy today that chains will be loosed as you pray, as you praise, and as you prophesy in the name of Jesus. Paul and Silas at midnight in the darkest, deepest part of the prison, chained and shackled, decided my circumstance doesn't dictate my emotional state. 
I'm getting up. I'm going to praise. I'm going to worship. I'm going to thank my God. I have breath in my lungs. I have thoughts in my mind. I have joy in my spirit. Church, let's praise. Let's find a song. It's our declaration. It's our song. It's our praising that sets us free. And by Jesus Christ, I declare today that we will see freedom in his name. And the battle's real. The battle's coming thick and fast. But the way we're going to access, experience and enjoy that all God has in store for the earth is through battling by praise. Church, I I want to pray a blessing over you this morning. I hope this word has helped you. You are not helpless or hopeless, but God The the God of the universe that spoke and created things into being when there was nothing says, I am backing you. I am with you. I am for you. You will make it through. Greatest days lay ahead. Father, we thank you that you're ever present. You're always near. You never leave us nor forsake us. And I speak faith, hope love into every person watching this message today. Father, I pray that they would experience an infilling of your spirit in your mighty and wonderful name, Jesus. Amen. Thanks for listening to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. For more life-changing messages, visit us online at c3noosa.org. If you've been blessed by this message, please consider partnering with us financially to see the work of God continue flourishing in and through C3 Church Noosa. God bless.